Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. It's time for the upswing on WTMJ, showcasing businesses, entrepreneurs, and community leaders throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Here's your host, Jeff Sherman. I'm gonna make this place Hello and welcome to the upswing. It's new, it's exciting, and yes, it's here. It's finally here, the upswing on a Monday here in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. I'm Jeff Sherman. We're going to get to know one another, all right? And even more importantly, we're going to get to know the leaders in and around your community, around our communities. We're going to celebrate the possible. That's what I want the upswing to be all about. Bottom line, we're going to talk about the intersection of life, community, and business. I've always thought that we should have better relationships with our cities and our towns and our villages. And I want to be a better ambassador for all the businesses across our communities. So I'm hopeful that through the upswing, we're going to be able to showcase countless businesses and many of the wonderful people who are powering Wisconsin and Milwaukee forward each and every day. I love this city. I, I, I truly do. And I love the state of Wisconsin. And I'm going to admit, though, I'm, I'm a little out of my comfort zone on the radio. But I think that's okay, right? Getting outside of our comfort zones is where you create success. And being a little scared, a little excited with something new, that's where the fun happens. And that's where progress happens. So you ask any leader, and I think they're going to agree with me, especially here in Milwaukee, and in Wisconsin, where maybe we need to take a few more risks and get outside of our comfort zones, right? You'll soon realize that we're going to do our best on the show to get to the definition of success. And to get to that definition, we're going to talk about failure, too. It's a question I love to ask. I truly believe that the state of Wisconsin and our cities and our neighborhoods are on the upswing. Things are trending up. They're looking good. But I'm going to admit Maybe it's just my overly optimistic view of the world. I guess you're going to have to check me on that as we get to know one another. And don't worry, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about myself after the first break. But the show, it's not going to be about me, right? It's going to be about us, and it's going to be about the guests. It's going to be a show about life and business, life works sync, and we're going to bring the two together. Ultimately, I have this civic chip on my shoulder, and I want to... I need to kind of knock it off my shoulder, right? And you can help, and we can all be bigger champions for our community. To do so, we've been collecting and organizing conversations with leaders who are going to inspire us and help us be even bigger advocates for our community. It's simple. When we share this responsibility, we move Wisconsin and Milwaukee forward together. But let's be real. Sometimes it isn't going to be easy, all right? Building community and building businesses, it's hard work. Things happen. People are people, right? Markets shift, politics change, places open, places close, people quit. And you know what? People at our heart as consumers, we're fickle. So things are always changing. There is nothing constant but change. And that's why we're doing the upswing. And I'm happy and honored to be a part of it. What can you expect just quickly? Wellness and culture, how businesses power our cities, AI, we're going to talk a little bit about that and how it impacts our world. Talent wars across the country, 
or across the region in our cities, social media, digital advertising, unique local products. I love to dive in on things that started from nothing and scaled up. Innovators, leadership, the business of arts and sports. We're going to talk to all of these people and more. It's all about the people. It's all about our lack of pretense in our wonderful state of Wisconsin. So, yes, the upswing is here. It's going to be full of great people and ideas and lessons. And this is a responsibility that I do not take lightly. None of us should. We, none of us should take our responsibility lightly to be advocates for our cities and our communities. Who am I? I'm Jeff Sherman. I'll give a little more formal introduction after the break. And we'll have a great first guest who has a product that you may know and a big story and a big heart. All of this more on The Upswing. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, we're back. This is The Upswing, and I'm Jeff Sherman. I do want to do a formal introduction of myself, if that's okay. Yeah, I'm not going to lay out an entire resume for you, but I feel like it's important to give you a little bit more flavor of who I am, right? First, though, our guest. This is a little tease for the rest of the show. He is funky fresh, and his story is as good as his products. You're going to trust me on this. He's sitting right, right across the way here, but back to me for a little bit, right? <laughs> I'm a lifelong, passionate Milwaukeean. I grew up in Wauwatosa, beautiful tree-lined Wauwatosa, and been making my way east ever since towards Lake Michigan. My days growing up in Wisconsin and at Marquette really made me and, you know, firmly kind of placed this civic chip on my shoulder. You know, I was proud to go to school in my hometown. Wisconsin is a great college state, so many wonderful institutions of higher learning, and Marquette's a part of it. But I got to Marquette, and I had to convince my classmates from Chicagoland to stay here. So I was constantly promoting, positioning, and protecting my hometown because I wanted them to stay. So it really kind of set this entire tone for me and my career moving forward to be an evangelist for the things that I love, for the state, and for the entire city of Milwaukee. So you can call me a bit of a civic entrepreneur if you want. I started my career in Milwaukee County government, where, which is a great first job out of, out of school because I really learned that intersection of politics and business and community. Got to work with some wonderful people. Co-founder of a digital media company on Milwaukee.com that's still existing today. Really proud of that. And currently, I'm the chief marketing officer of an advertising technology company called Okanjo and have worked in and around marketing, advertising, business development at ad agencies, startup companies, and more. Now, the one thing I really like to hang my hat on a bit is YPM. It's a group called Fuel Milwaukee now. But when we started it through the Chamber of Commerce that's located right here in the avenue next to WTMJ, we started it almost 20 years ago. I was the group's first president, and I'm really proud of the impact that that group has had in terms of recruitment and retention and bringing CEOs and young leaders together. It's a really strong, wonderful impact there. I think you'll hear more voices from Fuel Milwaukee on WTMJ in the future. But the longevity of that group and to be a part of it from the beginning has been really important to me, and it's set a tone for my entire career. And it just, you know what, makes me smile. And that's what, it, that's what we should do. Reality is that there's a talent shortage in our state, 
So it's up to us as business leaders and civic leaders to improve it with significant efforts on many different levels. Now, one of these efforts is entrepreneurial systems and showcases. And often, you know, starting something from nothing can be really, really tough. But with persistence and the right people, we can succeed and smile through the tough times. And that's what we're going to do in Wisconsin. And smile we should because we're on the upswing. Truman McGee, founder of Funky Fresh Spring Rolls, is here and ready to tell us all about himself and his amazing story. Truman, you want to just say hi quick before we head to the first? How's it going, listeners? The upswingers? Can we call them that? So We, we can. We can. So I'm super excited to share Funky Fresh's journey and story and get you guys hungry over the radio waves. Very good. So give us just quickly kind of the, the Truman McGee story. Yes. Day one. Yeah. Funky Fresh Spring Rolls are non-traditional gourmet spring rolls made with fresh ingredients, never deep fry. Day one of Funky Fresh. I didn't know even that it, I was building something. It was just out of survival. I was a uh, laid off construction worker. I started, I had to move back home to my parents' house. I was approaching 30, going bald. Out of shape, all of the things that men are afraid of as going to 30, and I needed to figure out this next phase of my life. So I just started with myself, working out, eating healthy. And in and, 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 and that process, I found that I enjoyed the workouts, and I needed to have some food to fuel those workouts. So I started making these mean green salads, sweet potato, black bean uh, burritos, and then the burritos kind of turned into these spring rolls. And then I, I started my first business, which was getting tired of fitness, a fitness business. And I was selling healthier foods after the workouts, trying to get clients to come to the workout, using the food as like a fishing hook to say, hey, you come work out. We got food afterwards. And then they got smart and say, you know what? Your workouts are crazy. I want to flip tires and do 100 burpees in 10 minutes. But I do love your salads and your spring roll wrappers. And from there, I realized the unique opportunity that I could provide healthier options to my customers. All right, all right. It's a, it's okay to go bald. You know, we can shave our heads oh, and still be listen, good, really good looking guys. I, I'm I'm committed on on this bald journey. I'm just gonna give some advice to anybody out there that's teeter tottering <laughs> on the line to go bald. Just do it. It's 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 like the best thing that's gonna happen to you. You don't gotta think about doing your hair anymore. It's freedom. It's confidence. And the, the most most of the most powerful, strong, confident men in the world got bald heads. So indeed. All right. This is the upswing. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman. We're going to head to break. Come back with more with Truman McGee from Funky Fresh Spring Rolls. Hey, we're back. WTMJ. This is The Upswing, and I'm Jeff Sherman. It's new, it's exciting, and it's here. Entrepreneurial stories today with the owner and founder of Funky Fresh Spring Rolls. I will open up the WTMJ talk and text line at 855-616-1620. If you have any questions as we continue our conversation with Truman, I'll do my best to answer them and ask and get some even better, deeper insights into the entrepreneurial journey. But Truman, give us a, explain what a funky what is fresh funky spring fresh? roll is yes. to someone who hasn't had one. Yes, if you don't know what it's, first of all, if you're listening, please call in. This is a dream of mine to take uh, to take callers and answer questions. So <laughs> please call in for me for, so I can get that off my bucket list. But uh, if you don't know what a spring roll is, it's similar to an egg roll. Egg rolls 
are made of like a dough and they're, and they're fried. So they're nice and crispy. A spring roll wrapper is already pre-cooked. It's very similar to like a crepe, but it's usually in a square. And, uh, and it's traditionally filled with cabbage, shrimp, pork, whatever, whatever. We wanted to put our Funky Fresh twist on it and put non-traditional ingredients in it. Like we got a buffalo chicken and kale. We got a uh, kale, yeah, that's what I like to say. We got a chicken club. Got a chicken, broccoli, and mushroom with feta. Because they say feta is better. And we got a sweet <laughs> potato and black bean for the plant-based players out there, the vegans out there as well. Or not. So, um... Uh, that's, that's some of the flavors we created. If you heard before the break, we started our, started literally out of my parents' house, like over, over 10 years ago. So if the health department's listening, I'm very sorry. I had to do what I had to do, but <laughs> the time has passed right now. We were legit today. Uh, but, uh, so 2014, 2015, probably around the time when we met, I started doing farmers yeah. markets, festivals. Right. I used to pull up in my big white funky fresh van and we would get the grill out. We get the grilling for our customers. And I, I remember, yeah, like our, our, we used to, our, our uh, employees to play basketball. Yeah, you had your, the full grill. Against your son, you know. You do everything yourself. Yeah, so it was like talking about the grind, talking about starting some, from nothing. Like, like how do you start a food business if you never had any experience? And that's kind of what we did. I, what I did was I just constantly learn. I, 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 I look to other people in the industry, the Gouda girls, other people who have food trucks, and, and I just kind of pick their brain to, to, to try to grow. So, How do you originally source the ingredients when you're first starting out with a food-based business? Like, is it, is it just networking and conversations? Originally, you just from everywhere you could get to. So from us, luckily, since we were at the farmer's market, I would literally shop at the farmer's market for my produce for the following week. So it was like farmer's market, you got like food suppliers, you know, the restaurant depots and the GFS and stores like that. And then you just kind of, you like you said, networking, you just learn about who has the best product. A lot of times starting off, a lot of local food entrepreneurs will go right to the, the local grocery store. Like we used to always go to Woodman's okay. to uh, get our product and, you know, 10 years later now our product isn't Woodman's such a, you know, full circle moment for us. But, for, but back then it was just like kind of trying to make it happen. And Do you then, remember the very first spring roll you made? What was the very the first spring rolls was the sweet potato and black bean. Okay. So the southwestern right. sweet potatoes, black beans, cilantros, peppers, and onions. And, and how did you test that to know that, hey, this is the one I want to go to market with? Was it friends and family? Was, did you have it was a hundred percent my father? <laughs> okay. My right. father was and is one of the most truthful, honest brutally honest people you ever meet. He's a Vietnam vet, a man's man, steak and potato, eating, fishing, you know, guy, you know, and this sweet potato and black bean, spring was a vegan spring. A lot of times people hear the word vegan and they get weirded out. Guys, it's, Apples are vegan. Broccoli are, <laughs> is vegan or whatever. It's just not made for any animal byproducts. So, anywho, um, my dad will, my dad loved this role. And, and even though I was at the time, I was staying in my parents' house. My dad was like, Hey, you need to find your real job, but <laughs> these spring rolls are amazing, son. So it was like, okay, once, I, once my dad gave me that confidence, yeah. that was it. So then it started going, then the next flavor was the buffalo chicken and kale. And I remember me and my sister got into a big argument because she wanted some rolls and I didn't have enough for her. I'm like, Hey, let me just sell it to a new customer. I'll get you some. And we literally didn't speak for like three weeks. And I knew at that moment, if Funky Fresh could break up families, that means it could bring families together. And I knew it was going to be a hit. That's, I mean, the role of kind of mentors and fathers in our lives, it's, it's so incredibly important. I remember as we were considering diving into a business full time, I was at a brewer's game with my dad. And I'm like, hey, I'm considering this, but I'm going to lose this. And what do we do? And my dad simply said, you know what? 
What's the worst that can happen? Right. You fail. That's and it. you move on. And that's that's, that's amazing. Yeah, my, I I feel like your your dad is or your first superhero is is somebody you always believe in. I remember my dad telling me about uh, like when I was interested in dating girls, or whatever, I'm 15, 16, <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, I don't know what to say to him. He's like, just, just ask, just talk to him, whatever. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? She's not going to shoot you in the head if she says no, or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's right. I won't die if I get rejected. So, like, that, that kind of empowered me to this day. Like, no isn't a bad word. You know, people are so scared of no, but okay, if it's no, figure out how to get to yes from there. Learn what you learn, learn what you learn from that no. And I use this in business all, all the time to get to that yes. Yeah, very much so. That's what it's all about. It's learning from your failures. It's it's talking to people that can help pump you up and inspire you and to move onward and upward always. I'll, when we come back after after news, I want to talk about how to scale in the product, how you look at building out new flavors, how mm -hmm. you build those early relationships with retailers to get the product into the stores. Like there's a lot that goes into oh, that and it can be incredibly overwhelming. But it's possible. Yes. It's po anything is possible if you're listening out there. Very well. All right. All right. We are back. The Upswing. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman. We're funky fresh from day one. But just quickly, as we've been putting together this new show for the last several weeks. You know, I, I want these to kind of stand as the pillars of the show. You know, I want to showcase businesses. I like to build connections to those who are building businesses. I want to inspire us all to trust the process. And I want to promote and fuel, mentor, and inform, and lead. And I want to have some fun. You know, these are the themes you're going to hear on this show, I hope. Showcase, connections, inspiration, promotion, and fun, right? That's what it's all about. They say Funky Fresh, put the fu we put the fun in funky. That's what, that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that's why we wanted Truman <laughs> McGee, the founder of Funky Fresh Spring Rolls, to be our first guest because he's talking about entrepreneurship in the state of Wisconsin, how you start something for nothing and scale it up across the state. The WTMJ talking text line is 855-616-1620. If you want to chime in with questions for Truman as we talk, one question from the 262, is your product in all Woodman's or just particular ones? So we we just um, sold out of our inventory in Woodman's in December. Okay. So what we're doing is we're working on some new packaging, and our product is going to relaunch in Woodman's hopefully late spring, early summer. Okay. So it's, it's, a, little, uh, it's a little ways away, but we wanted to make sure, you know, just like anything, we learned from – we. we Seeing what we did right, we see what we did wrong. We wanted to uh, make our packaging a little bit more friendly for the shelves before we was in a pouch. And if you don't know, pouches are like bowling pins, and they just like to all fall over. <laughs> so uh, a lot of our uh, our merchandisers like the idea of a box, and we kind of wanted to get outside of the box. But you know, we got to conform as best as we can. So we will be returning sometime uh, late spring or early summer. Okay, so. Let's talk brick and mortar a little bit. Your very first location, yeah. we're in the Avenue Studios here in downtown Milwaukee. You had a location kind of 
as the old Grand Avenue is morphing yes. into what it has become today, right? Yep. Shout out to Courtney Morris. She got us into the Grand, and she told me going in that, you know, the Grand was going to be transitioning to something else, but this would be a great opportunity for you to get your feet wet with your uh, with your business. So it was our first opportunity to have a restaurant. We did it in our, in our opening day. We had a line of 100 people inside the Grand Avenue Mall. Someone said that we haven't seen as many people in the Grand Avenue Mall since 2001 or whatever. So it was great. <laughs> it was a great opportunity for us to get started in the Grand, and as the Grand was uh, transitioning to the Avenue, we moved into the Sherman Phoenix, which has a unique story. It was yeah. a, it was a, uh, used to be a former BMO Harris Bank, but during the uh, uh, uprisings of 2016, where um, the city just kind of exploded over uh, the p unfortunate police shooting, uh, two ladies, Joanne, Joanne, jo uh, Sabir Johnson, and Julie. Kaufman, they came, they came together, rallied their community, rallied a bunch of investors, raised uh, like a couple million dollars to re, uh, rehabilitate this, this space and made it into what it is today, a, a community space, a food hall, a connective uh, uh, spot, a conduit in, in the city of Milwaukee where inspiration meets good food, meets health and wellness. So uh, we were in the Sherman Phoenix for four years and our business kind of went to the next level where we were selling Roughly before, like in the Grand Avenue Mall, we sold like seventy-five thousand spring rolls. Okay. In the Sherman Phoenix, we sold over a hundred thousand to one hundred fifty thousand, wow. and, and businesses kind of uh, uh, bloomed until COVID happened, and the whole world changed. Everybody listening out there, you know, was affected by COVID. Yeah. Very. So you were one of the first tenants at the Sherman Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. We, so funny. We were actually one of the first pulled out. And then became like one of the last tenants because the timeline didn't meet. We ended up moving to the Grand Mall, and and Joanne was telling me like, if you still, if it's an opportunity for you to come back, please let me know or whatever. And literally, when the when the Grand's closing up, I uh, hit Julie or uh, Joanne back up, say, hey, is the opportunity still available? <laughs> and sure enough, it was, and we moved into there. We had literally a ninety-five square foot okay. kiosk in there. And we sold over a hundred thousand spring rolls. I still don't know how that was possible. We had like a shared kitchen too, but it was a lot of running back and forth. But that just goes to show you, like whatever opportunity you get, you got to make the best out of it. And that's and, and good things is always going to happen from there. Very good. I want to, and I'm sure a lot of the fans and listeners are wondering, you know, how does an entrepreneur collide with a corporate partner? So we come back from the break. I want to talk a little bit about your corporate partnership and scale in the product across the state. This is The Upswing. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman. Thanks for joining us. We're back. Thank you for joining us on The Upswing. Day number one. I truly appreciate all the WTMJ talk and text lines coming in. 855-616-1620. Many kind words. Truly appreciated. So if you ever wonder how an entrepreneur, like our guest today, Truman McGee, collides with a corporate partner, we have one talking text line from the 970. says, go to Shark Tank. Mm. I'm guessing you <laughs> might have a Shark Tank story. I got a and Shark Tank story. No, you do have a, a partnership with Palermo's. Yep. To get your product in. Pizza Papa's. Pizza Papa's all across the state of Wisconsin. Yep. But talk about that Shark Tank Palermo's So this situation. is a, such a great story. So uh, 2013, when I was in my parents' house, you know, of course, Shark Tank, I think, was just starting getting at its peak. And they were coming to Milwaukee, and it was like they was doing like open auditions. And I remember like telling my dad, I said, I should go audition for Shark Tank. 
And I really didn't have a pitch. I really didn't have a business, but I had a good product. And I went down there. I waited in the line. I got them rolls. They tried the rolls. They said, this is a great rolls. How many grocery stores are you in? How many of this? How many of that? Whatever. I didn't have any questions. I was like, oh, I made $5,000 doing it. They said, all right, well, come back when you're ready, right? And that was, you know, this table that conversation. So fast forward to 2021, um, I had a relationship with uh uh, Giacomo Faluca, the owner of Palermo's, already just from him being in the community. He was a mentor of one of the other businesses inside the Sherman Phoenix. Okay. So one day I just I just took my shot and I said, hey, Giacomo, how do you feel about Funky Fresh being in the, in the grocery stores frozen? He's like, I think it will be great. You know, if you do this, this, that, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. So um, uh, that, that was like in 2018. Going into 2020, I had a meeting with Giacomo, and on my way to the meeting, I uh, got into a car accident. My spring rolls flew all over the Ooh. car, got boom, boom sauce in my face, really sad. Okay. Next week was COVID. COVID happened, the world changed. No one was thinking about meeting. I was just thinking about how to survive, how to take care of our 10, right. 12 employees, whatever. So we started selling Frozen. That became successful, and we got them into Outpost, got them into Syndix on our own. Okay. Going into 2021, Giacomo reached back out and said, hey, let's revisit those conversations we had years ago about you getting your product into the store so i was like oh okay cool so during this whole time we're going through negotiations and we're having these conversations shark tank reaches out to me and they say hey we see you on social media we see what you're doing we see your product you should apply to be on our show and at this time is that an email is this that a is phone via call email. like how, how does the shark Tank outreach happen it, it was via email which i thought it was fake first i right, first right. thing i do is i go on linkedin see if this person is real and she was a real person so i like go to the website it's actually a real person and i'm like oh my god shark tank the biggest show for entrepreneurs in the country so um I was nervous because I, I was already in negotiations with Palermo's. We have a letter of intent signed. We couldn't negotiate with anybody else. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is like a such a great opportunity. But I'm already in something. So I, I talked to uh, Palermo's and I said, hey, Shark Tank wants me to apply to be on the show. Like, I know we got a letter of intent. But this could be a great opportunity for me. They say, you know what, Truman, if that's what you want to do, you should definitely take the opportunity. I, we think it's a great opportunity for you as well. You should pursue it. So I went and I applied to be on the show and I got I got selected to be on the show. Okay. But then I also thought I said, why would I get on the show? And I got partnership already in Milwaukee. I got a company who got sixty however many years, sixty plus, seventy years of food experience and they're homegrown just like me. I can learn a lot more from these these Milwaukee this Milwaukee iconic label or or Milwaukee iconic right. company than sharks. And granted it'd be good to be on T V and right. you would have gotten a ton know, of exposure. Yeah, a sure. bunch of exposure, but I wouldn't have been ready. I wouldn't have had a product or whatever. So yeah. I said Shark Tank thanks, but no thanks. And literally when Palermo's telling me to go ahead and chase Shark Tank really submitted me uh my my um decision to want to work with them because I right. thought that was pretty admirable. Well and it speaks to the importance of relationships and in 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 business. And I think that is really strong in the state of Wisconsin. Absolutely. So it, it, what, what a better way to work with a company like Palermo's, who they started very similar to me, the the father of the company, started as a restaurant making French bread, and now they they make millions of pizzas a year all in every state. So it's like I always wanted to be like a company like a Palermo's, or like a Johnsonville, like a Sargento, all these. Monkey has a rich history in, in food manufacturing and agriculture. So I wanted Funky Fresh to kind of put our name in history, be like that. And I think that's what we're, we're trying to do with uh, our Palermo's and Funky Fresh collaboration. Yeah. So are they producing the product for you now? Yeah. So they're not directly. We work with a co-manufacturer. So what happens okay. is it's another company that I work with directly that I go and we, we, we constantly work on 
on flavor development until they get a flavor that we could be proud of and then we launch to uh, launch to the public. So right now we we have a, a new manufacturer that we're working for working with, and they they produce such a high quality product. They literally use the same ingredients that we use in the restaurant. I know a lot of times hmm. food manufacturers get a bad rep because they just think they just put all types of whatever in it. But literally, our the company we work with use the same ingredients that you could find in our local restaurant, which makes me really happy. So I'm super excited to to put our name in the hat and be one of the next big frozen manufacturers out there and you know we got the company i don't want to throw no shade to pizza rolls or taquitos <laughs> or everything but they don't have any feeling they don't have any heart funky fresh has heart we got protein we got good ingredients that's good for you and your kids so i'm really proud of this next product we got great great so your website says you have 25 different flavors yes and I haven't seen 25 flavors in the stores. No, no, so, no. We, we just started. What's up with there? And, and just what flavors are you kind of holding out on? And where do you want to take that for yes. the next phase of the business? Because there are four now, correct? Yeah, yeah. We got our core four, our fantastic four. We got our buffalo chicken and kale, chicken club, chicken, broccoli, mushroom, and a sweet potato and black bean. So those are, so we just launching with those four and see how we, seeing how those go. But we also have like a jerk chicken and sweet potato roll. We have a brunch, like a chipotle chicken brunch roll. We got a turkey sausage breakfast roll, apple pie roll possibly coming, maybe a sweet potato pie roll, some dessert flavors, dessert right. skews out there. So we got a lot of different rolls to offer for you to get your roll on or get your bowl on we got maybe some bowls coming some sauces coming you never know with funky fresh <laughs> all right very good we're gonna come back for a final segment i want to tap into your advice for entrepreneurs talk about your definition of success this is the upswing i'm jeff sherman We're back. This is The Upswing. I'm your host, Jeff Sherman. Day one from the beautiful studios here at the Avenue in the heart of the state in downtown Milwaukee. A special thanks to our guest, Truman McGee. Yes. Founder of Funky Fresh Spring Rolls. Chronicling his success and failure and inspiring us. Created a product from nothing. Scaled it up. Sold it to an iconic or partnered with an iconic Wisconsin-based company. So, truly inspirational, and what I wanted to do with show one is just kind of set the tone, and so I thank you for being here. One other thing I wanted to briefly note, if you hadn't heard, that Milwaukee was recently named, just actually last Friday, to Eater.com's Where to Eat in 2024 list. Oh, nice. Only 12 destinations made the list, Truman. And this is in America? Yes. No, this is the world. The world? The world. Eater.com, one of the foremost publications on dining and restaurants and food. Milwaukee was one of them among Cairo, Philadelphia, Okanana, Japan, Salvador, Brazil, Sacramento, and more. So the Eater readers said, cemented Milwaukee as one of the buzziest dining scenes in the United States in the site's very first reader's poll of where to eat in the world. I can see that. I, I hear a lot of people that leave Milwaukee say they miss a lot of Milwaukee food. So I, I definitely can see that. We got Milwaukee is so, we such an underdog city. Like a lot of people, they look like I remember the Bucks came and I remember the whole, I don't know if it was Stephen A. Smith was kind of, you know, razzing right. on Milwaukee. Like Milwaukee is, 
we, we have our issues like anybody else, but we, we have a lot of great things. I love that you've always been an advocate for Milwaukee. you always pushing, you know, your city and hometown proud. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate being a guest, first guest on the show. Y'all have to bring it. All the future guests, <laughs> All right. bring it. All right. Very good. So you don't have a restaurant anymore, but nope. obviously you've been a portion of getting us to one of the best food so. and dining scenes in the world. I, and that, that's, you know, that's gotta be heartening. I'm, I'm very proud of that. That took a lot of pride and passion in our Funky Fresh restaurant. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe if the stars align, Funky Fresh Nation aligns and we'll be back in the grocery, or back at, as a restaurant. So never say never. Very good. Quickly, Truman, your definition of success. Success to me doesn't have anything to do with financials, anything to do, anything tangible is for me is being able to do something you love and bring to bring some joy into someone else's life. That's that's what success is for me. Very good. A big thank you to Truman McGee for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow with another great guest. We'll talk youth sports, manufacturing, and maybe some auto racing. Until then, onward, keep it on the upswing.